This is Howard Anderson, Managing Editor at Information Security Media Group, and we're talking today at the HIMSS Conference with Terrell Herzig, HIPAA Security Officer at UAB Health System in Birmingham, Alabama. Thanks for joining us today, Terrell. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, please describe the size and scope of UAB Health a little bit. Sure. UAB Health System um, is a 1,000-plus bed facility. Uh, we have the hospital, which is our acute care uh, tertiary care environment, and then we have clinical environments scattered throughout the state of Alabama. We're the uh, level one trauma center for Alabama, and we also then as well have a, um, an outpatient clinic that's uh, very large, sees at least you know, 35, 40,000 patients annually. So uh, fairly large academic medical center. So you can imagine we have the traditional teaching environments and uh, the health system there to, to share that responsibility. So as, as HIPAA security officer, are you the equivalent of a chief information security officer or not? About as close as we get yeah. at UAB. We don't officially have a chief information security officer um, sits on the executive team, but I uh, communicate with our executive leadership on a daily basis. Um, I serve as the information security officer for the entire health system and the UAB HIPAA security officer for all of it, the academic environment as well as the health system. So that kind of classifies me. I, as a as a chief information security officer, although we don't have that title officially. So, so is there a data security, information security team at UAB? Or? Yes, yes. Uh, we have both a team of people in the academia um, in environment that um, actually has a vice president of IT, and those individuals, of course, report up through that chain. And then we collaborate as a, as a large group to handle all the security issues across both sides. So there's um, uh, myself and my staff, which right now are, are it's kind of small, about three full-time equivalents. But then we have, um, at any given time, 30 other individuals we have embedded out in the different departments and schools and locations that are our eyes and ears for security issues. So let's talk a little bit about some of the projects you're working on. Now, um, for example, I understand you're working on encrypting uh, portable devices. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you're using encryption so far and what's sure. ahead? Absolutely. Well, you can imagine in an academic environment we have a wide variety of different platforms that we have to account for. Uh, of course, we have standard laptop PC environments for the health system, but we also have a lot of uh, Mac users out there. And um, you can imagine if there's a portable device that exists, it's probably in operation at UAB. So our encryption effort's ongoing. It's of, um, about a year and a half, two years old. And um, it has, uh, while it's been challenging, it's been very effective. We have a, a high compliance rate. Um, to date, we've encrypted almost 3,000 uh, laptops and portable devices across the institution. Any of our mobile devices we have deployed in our healthcare environment are all encrypted. We use the PGP whole disk encryption project uh, simply because it was the, um, the vendor of choice that can match the most of our variety of different platforms out there. And then, of course, for the thumb drives and external hard drives, um, we have um, went to a hardware-encrypted device. Uh, we believe that the less software encryption on those devices, the more interoperable they'll be at, at locations. Say, for example, here at HIMSS, at one of the coffee shops, they could actually use their secure thumb drive device to access the system, um, maybe use their VPN token credentials to actually get back into our healthcare system. And all that would be cached on that secure hardware-based drive as opposed to those little cheap, you know, devices that depend so much on software and then by nature administrative rights to 
to have to use. What about using a secure email system of some sort? Uh, yes, we don't have one for the whole campus per se yet, um, but we are we are currently in the process of implementing that. Um, we'd look to still have about another year's worth of work to have that stood up. Of course, that's one of the big things right now in healthcare. We're trying to put in systems that are the minimum disruption for our physicians, but at the same time meet those encryption responsibilities. How are you handling um, security for data at rest, data in the databases and servers? Is, is encryption appropriate there or are you using just physical security? Where we can, where we have the ability to do uh, encryption at rest, we're doing it. Um, of course, right now, that's one of our big challenges. You know, our clinical environments, uh, we're a Cerner shop and we're basically, you know, looking at what Cerner's going to do in, in preparation for meaningful use and things like that as those requirements come in. But where possible, we're using the uh, hardware-based hard drives that do the encryption for us. All of our take backup systems and things before we send them off-site, they run through hardware-based encryption. Um, we're really trying to be sensitive to all that because you can, you can imagine with the data breach requirements and things like that, we, uh, we don't want to be one of the, <laughs> we don't want to make the top list. So. I understand you're working on some uh, vulnerability assessment efforts. How's that fit in with your uh, broader risk assessment and security strategy? Well, our security assessments are, are, are almost an ongoing daily basis kind of thing. Whenever we interact with a system or a vendor, or um, it could be as simple as a physician, you, you can imagine a research environment, their um, intentions on creating databases and spreadsheets at will. Uh, we will do a risk assessment for whatever system we engage in at that point in time so we can get an idea of the challenges and things like that that we're going to face and, and how to best secure that. Uh, but one of the things that we've discovered, as everyone else has, the, there's a lot of new threats out there or, or maybe some old threats being delivered in new ways. For example, the, the, you know, every, the, everybody's questioning social media and the ability to easily uh, socially engineer individuals. And um, you know, a large part of that is our awareness and training. But at the end of the day, you know, we've got to look for those threats and stay ahead of it. We run so many different software tools and things like that that we found that, you know, uh, even with those effective awareness programs and things like that, we have to be out there scanning equipment, looking for obsolete software. Um, you know, if you looked at some of the SANS reports and things like that on a weekly basis, it just keeps going up and up and up about the number of reported vulnerabilities to products. Um, you know, flash software, things like that that people don't think about updating. We have to manage that on the back end. So you're updating your intrusion detection and prevention systems as well, is that right? Yes, absolutely. What, um, what needed updating? You know, you, you think once you get a product in place, we've always relied on the Cisco um, intrusion detection systems, but as you... Um, as you go out and you start looking at all the all the different outward facing equipment and things that you have at risk, um, it doesn't it doesn't stay static very long. You've got to keep it upgraded. You got to keep looking ahead at new threats, things like that that are coming out. And um, you, we've got two choices there. We can either improve our tools and do better security event management and depend on some of the software to find things, or we have to increase our, our FTEs to put eyes on logs and things like that. So we're investigating heavily the new uh, security event management technology. I understand UAB is participating in a, in a National Cancer Institute uh, project that enables uh, sharing of data to speed yes. research. Yes. How's that work, and uh, what's, what's the security issues it raises? Sure. It's the CA Big project, and as you can imagine, it sets up a collaborative, much like the National Health Information Network uh, hopes to achieve. It's along the same lines of, of development, sharing concepts, those kinds of things. Um, we want to facilitate our researchers getting information. We have a renowned cancer institute 
we want to be able to facilitate the researchers being able to exchange information with their colleagues at different institutions. This has been a national go since 2007 uh, for the Cancer Institutes, and by implementing the bioinformatics uh, grid, they have um, kind of given us the tools, the concepts, the abilities to uh, share this information. But there again, like you alluded to, there's a lot of security challenges with that, as well as the National uh, Health Network. Right now we're looking at federated security models and things like that and uh, tools that will harvest the data on the back end for us and get it prepped up and de-identified appropriately so it can be shared. So if that goes well, what's the end result of all that? Well, effort? if it goes well for us, then it sets a good course in a, a lot of technology foundations for how we're going to deal with our state health information exchanges. Uh, myself and the CIO of, of the UAV Health System are actively involved in, in helping design the states, um, Alabama states, um, health information exchange. So the same technologies and things that we learn from using this federated security concept could roll into practice along with that health information exchange and, and by nature of that on that to the National Health Information Network. Very good. So you just mentioned earlier that uh, you've got a, a new book out with uh, consultant Tom Walsh. What's yes. the name of the book and what's it's it about? Information Security and Healthcare, Managing Risk. And uh, we're excited about it. It's debuting at HIMSS here. Um, like I said, Tom is an author. We have several other authors um, that have contributed to the work, and uh, we have tried to cover all the different um, you know, security topics of, of interest for the last uh, year and, and looking forward to you know, AR High Tech and the, um, the National Health Information Network. Well, thanks a lot, Terrell. Uh, we've been talking with Terrell Herzig of UAB Health System. Uh, this is Howard Anderson of Information Security Media Group.